You're listening to Gizmonic Institute Radio. In the not-too-distant future, in the basement of a chunky cheese, there was a guy named Dr. I, concocting an evil scheme. The thing that drove him bonkers was people talking while movies play. So he shot some suckers into space to make them watch him as T3K. So that was the the dream, not like a dream like I this is my dream for life. It was just something I when I was asleep, right? That I thought of. Um, Jeff. Yeah. If you tell me about your dreams one more time, okay. Um, I will melt you. Oh, okay. Well, we were asleep for like two years, so I know, I know. But the there thing were a is, lot of dreams. You dream the same thing every time. Yeah. And I just don't care about like the rock being able to lay a rock like it's an egg i okay i just it was okay well did i tell you the part about the sweatbands yes okay. you told me about the sweatbands and how they have crab legs and yeah. they crawl all over your scalp okay you can only hear that story so many times before you start to die inside yeah, the jack-o'-lantern filled with feathers did i get to that part no i'm okay. just kidding you uh, did oh okay i just i think there's a lot of really interesting imagery we can unpack from this yeah do you think that it, there's like some sort of explanation for for this maybe i don't know do you have any dream books that you know of that we could read <laughs> Probably back on Earth. Okay. I mean, I just didn't know if you like new dream stuff. I do know some dream stuff. Okay. I know that if you dream about jack-o'-lanterns full yeah. of feathers, mm-hmm. that you shouldn't tell your friends about it. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, why didn't you tell me that before? Well, I didn't know that that was going to be an issue. So. Okay. What else should I not tell my friends about mm-hmm. dream-wise? You shouldn't tell your friends about the rock laying an egg, but it's a rock. Okay. But then the egg but hatches. It was, it was his son, yeah. Inside is an actual sun okay well no see mine was it was the moon oh yeah so that one's okay that one's okay interesting mm-hmm. tell me how you feel hey about oh, oh hey, oh, hey, hey, hey oh man it's crazy what what i just what? woke up i just woke up yeah do you have any cool dreams uh yeah, I've been dreaming about all the jack-o'-lanterns filled with feathers again. Oh, what? yeah. Me too, man. There must, it must be something going around. I mean, for me, it just happens whenever I eat cold hot dogs before I go to uh, bed. You know what? Now that you say that, I'm pretty sure the same things happen to me. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. do you guys always get that dream where it's like your eyebrow hairs become little people and then they march all over your face and they crawl into your eyes and they won't get out and you start crying little people? Yeah, I mean, oh. like... At least once a week. Oh, okay, Doctor okay. Odd's feeling me. You're kind of like the center of the uh, the Venn diagram for our dream lives, Doctor mm-hmm. Odd. Mm-hmm. I I would say I am the center of a Venn diagram between Rad, yeah, and Genius. Oh. Those are the two circles, and I am right in the middle. You're like Einstein like I'm nestled doing a 900. in between two butt cheeks. It is exactly the Venn diagram. <laughs> All right. So rad. One butt cheek is rad. Yeah. One butt cheek is genius. Mm-hmm. And I 
nestled in the bosom of well, it's a butt. I guess it's not a bosom <laughs> in this analogy I'm trying to make. But you get whatever you get the You're point. You're in the valley. Is sphincter okay? Is that word? I mean, that's the medical term. It's a medical term, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the sphincter there. Yeah, right there. Sure. Listen, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Uh, because you know we're doing we're doing a uh, we're doing a reboot, I guess, right? Like we. Uh, yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah. We're bringing things back, and you know. We're doing a reboot. But, get it? But, but yeah, uh-huh. in, in uh, you know, this, like, like the spring. Like the blossom of a new spring. Hey, Jeff, do you remember <laughs> Seasons? <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember Seasons. Where you go outside. Do you remember and, you outside? Know, the weather is just starting to warm. And oh. the flowers are hatching with all these sweatbands covered in crab legs. Yes, classic Earth Spring. Oh, wait, that was a dream. But, but the, uh, you know, like spring, it is time for us to make, you know, a fresh start, a new start here on the ship. And so we're going to get some real improvements, you know, for you guys. Some real improvements to the ship. Yeah. New uniforms? New clothes. We are. I'm glad you brought that up. It's so funny you say that. These jumpsuits made out of Brillo pads are a little much. That's right. Now they listen, smell terrible. Brillo, Brillo has paid a tidy sum for uh-huh. you to wear these Brillo pad suits. Except uh-huh. now, hey, it's way better now. Because now, as you can see, here I have them right here. As you can see, they have giant Brillo logos on them now. Oh, <laughs> great. Cool. It's uh, so much better. Are they, how do I say this without offending our sponsor? Are they more comfortable? I don't okay. care. I'm not wearing them. Okay. Well, so, anyway, so do they breathe more? The, the best thing is about the Brillo pad jumpsuits, I guess I can say, is that you don't really have to worry about changing your clothes. Because if you do remove them, you just remove your skin. Yes, so, that's true. So it's much more efficient and practical to just wear it all the time. And then you're like, right. how many hours do people spend wasting changing their clothes? Mm-hmm. And so and so efficient, if yeah. you think about it. Because now, when it's time for you to clean the ship, all you gotta do is one of you just throws a bucket of hot soapy water on the ground and you just throw the other one across the ship, across the floor, and it's scrubbed. Well, I, I usually do that with boiling water, actually, for Jeff. Yeah, so. it's kind of just clean. That's all I care about. Yeah, it, it it also opens your pores. Mm-hmm. It really does. Um, will we get more soap? Because we ran out of soap. Oh gosh. Oh, absolutely. Several years ago, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a lot, and I mean a lot. Okay. Of this uh, Dr. Bronner's clam juice soap. Oh, oh no. no. So, look, it did not, it, it didn't do well on the market. That's okay. We, you know, one, one person's uh, clam juice soap garbage yeah. is another man's 
it's still it's still garbage but yeah. it, it but it, it's gonna be great uh, you can but it's, clean. it's kind of a money it's it's sort of like a tax write-off for you well it's like you pay taxes um yeah, it's sort of... that's never that's <laughs> never good that's hilarious that is the best yeah. joke you've ever said it's more of like uh we're sort of like the instead of sending it to the dump where it would be buried forever you send it to us you where know? we will have to use it out of obligation yeah because i care about the environment what? Like, okay, this is putting me on a little thought train. So, okay. choo choo, come along with me. Enter all, the station. All aboard ding, the ding, thought ding. train. Um, I'm the conductor. Th- welcome aboard to my conductor. There's been a murder. Uh oh. Oh man, this has got red. Uh oh, Poroyos. Is this part uh, of the Poirot. reboot? Okay, anyway, oh, so. Okay. Um, no, I just I don't know if there's a way to make money off of this, but inspired by, by Dr. Odd's sponsor. Um, like, what about a soap? That smells like a dirty body, but it does factually get you clean. So, like, people are like, "Go take a shower," and you're like, "I just did." Mm-hmm. I and then they do like that thing where they put that weird gel on you and they hold your hands under a black light, and there's just no germs. You're right. just so clean, but you just smell like a dirty does body. Does the soap come with the gel and the black light? Yes. Okay. Because I think that's you know, really I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because it it just reminded me. I will tell you though, as one. Uh, I feel as a budding entrepreneur as yourself could learn a few things from a wizened uh, entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur as myself. Eh? Uh, yeah, I think you, you have know, made I, more money than I have, so... Mm-hmm. Well, no, I meant cereal. Like, I, I was yeah. trying to sell cereal. Oh, okay. uh, Bowls of cereal. But it's the thing. You think people would want to buy individual bowls. They don't. Right? Yeah. They just oh, don't yeah. want it. Oh, but they, they just what I was going to say is, I had a similar idea to what you're talking about, mm. but it was, it was, uh, I called them pee pants, and they were, they were pants. It looked like you peed your pants, but in oh. fact, you did not. So it's like the opposite of how I've been treating this Brillo pad uniform. They were totally clean pants that smelled exactly like urine and were always damp somehow. I right. don't. Whereas my Brillo pad uniform is constantly being peed in, <laughs> but it it just looks like a Brillo pad. It right. smells like a Brillo pad because Brillo pads like all kind of smell like. I'm, Let's be I'm real, it is a Brillo pad. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a giant I'm, Brillo pad that you're wearing on your body. I'm calling this. I'm calling it right now. This is going to be the trend for the coming decade. Okay. Is is people having things that smell like something's deeply wrong? Mm. But nothing's wrong. It's fine. You're fine. I'm fine. This is my gangrene deodorant. Exactly. Okay. Is this? Is this? I think we. I think we're gonna be trendsetters. That's cool. Yeah. I'm telling okay. you. I'm telling you. Uh, pee pants. It's by the way. I say that. You say. Well, what a t- little on the nose, Doctor. Right. Called mm-hmm. the product is called pee pants. Yeah. But uh, you know, the the end of the word in pee pants is not an S. It's a Z. Now, can so, you? Did you name so, this the letter P? That's what I was gonna say. Pants? No, it needs to be like double P. It's like you could read it as PP ants mm, or okay. P right. pants. Well, because right. what you could do at that part, because there's a different thing you could do with pants that has another P. PP ants. You could have ants that go PP. Well, no, I'm thinking about poop, poop pants. Oh, uh, but you could have your second line. Oh, come on, that's just gross. Okay, yeah, that's disgusting. Okay. Jeff. Who would want? Who would want to look like they poop their pants? Jeff, uh-huh. I'm pouring out the boiling water, and uh, uh, here's a push. Oh, no. There he goes. 
He was rolling Man, around. Brillo's really getting their money's worth today. <laughs> you know what? Is that is once you've worn a Brillo pad suit for like a few years, like you can't really feel the bristles anymore. There's just so much discarded skin cells. That <coughs> that was a bad one. What? Was, we haven't uh, cleaned the floor for a while. Oh, okay. Sorry, kiddo. <laughs> That's all right. Keep your chin up. Yeah, no, I look like the guy from Umbrella Academy when I take my suit off because I'm just like... Oh, the hairy all, boy? Yeah, all scars and hair. The big, big hairy boy? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of do, actually. Uh, well, so it's just... Is this Brillo, is this our only reboot thing that we're doing? Or is no. There... Oh, good. We're doing okay. all kinds of stuff. Okay. Uh, did, cool. I, did I mention that uh, all, the, all the bathrooms on the ship, guess who's sponsoring them? Oh, Mr. Gosh, Clean. I hope, yeah, I hope it's some sort Scrubbing of cleaning bubbles. or toilet paper or something. As long as it's not Slim Jims. It's pee pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I guess I should have said that one, too. Well, okay. So I'm I... walking into the bathroom now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking around. Does it smell like someone peed in there? Now, here's the concerning part. See, is that... Isn't that incredible? It's clean as a whistle in there. You could eat off of that toilet. Even though it smells like a warm puddle of hobo urine. And it is a pair of pants. I have noticed that some there are urinals, which mm-hmm. I don't even... I mean, I guess you need them, Jeff, but whatever. But they're made, out of, they're made out of denim. Yeah. I feel like denim is a bad urinal choice. No offense. Well, what happens if I do pee in the pee pants? That's the question. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> because that was part of the brilliant marketing strategy. Okay? Because, here's the thing... The commercial is what we did. We shot a commercial. We shot it uh, uh, in uh, uh, Kazakhstan. It, you know, very affordable. Yeah, yeah, I would call yeah. it. But the but the uh, the commercial. What happened? A guy comes in, and he comes into work, and the people look at him and they say, "Oh my God, Bob peed his pants." <laughs> and and Bob says, "No, no, that's where you're wrong." These are pee pants with a Z. And he explains. Does he say the with a Z it's, part? It's, uh, well, you know, it was unfortunate. The commercial was like 40 minutes long. But it, oh, wow. in, a, in a long sequence of events, he explains the process by which, you know, it just looks and smells like he peed his pants. But in reality, very clean, very sanitary. And so at the end of the commercial... After all that, Bob's wife, who also works at this uh, goat farm that he comes into. Uh, did I mention that? It wasn't really an office. It was <laughs> okay. a goat farm. So his wife comes to him and says, But Bob, you left your pee pants at home today. Oh, no. And he, and he looks at the camera and he says, But did I? Uh, now, oh, that's good. That's a good twist. I don't know how we did not make a million dollars. I don't know. It's like, it sounds like it's a well, if, okay. if a reverse Borat was directed by M Night Shyamalan. Re- that's I, I am seeing a lucrative po- problem here. Okay. Not a lu- not lucrative for you, but lucrative for other people. Knock off pee pants that are actually just pee and pants. Well, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> a that guy. A guy. Right over here, you know, he was hanging out behind the Chuck E. Cheese 
all the time. So he probably saw me going through, you know, the development and stuff and loading the trucks full of all the orders of pee pants we had coming. He started ripping me off. He just started pissing his pants and selling oh, them on the street. Right? Because, like, why would you pay for an $80 pair of pee pants? It was, have- you know, sometimes somebody just makes a better mousetrap. It's yeah. true. I appreciate your your humility and being able to acknowledge that. But. I do want to explore work. the development process of pee pants. Um, what the research was like. We should take a quick break and do an audio log. Um, but I want to talk about that, and I've got a few ideas for uh, the the reboot when we get back. So cool. This is the audio log for MST3K Season 11, Episode yon- 9. Episode <laughs> You're going to say Episode Yongery. Yes. Episode <laughs> 9, Yongery, Monster of the Deep. I got ahead of myself. Yongery. Yongery. What do you think of when you speak the word Yongery? Yongery? I th- well, that's a good question. I mean, I think of the monster now. Well, of course. If I was... Okay. If I didn't know anything about the big rubber Korean monster, Yongery... Um, I would, Yongri sounds like, okay, so growing up, everyone knew the kid who's like, whose parents were like, kind of cool, but they're also like, super like, nerd people, kind of, and they had like, oh, I don't know, maybe this is an individualistic experience. Seems very specific, but keep going. Um, and, but they had like, weird words for like, bathroom things. And I feel like this is about you, Nick. If you're yeah. listening, <laughs> I feel like it's like, oh, do you, um, honey, do you need to go yongery before we? No one we leave. To this. <laughs> oh, did, did I oh, like, I, I, it's some something. Something smells like yongery in here. I feel like it's Doctor like, Odd wants our content to be relatable so that he can get like ad money or something. Yeah, like, you're not, you're not doing it. I just, I feel like it's a, it's like a sin. It's like a parent safe. Like it's, it's like, oh, this is the ancient Greek term. All for, right, so I'm going to tell waste. you the direction I was getting. Okay, when I hear mm-hmm. yongery, I think product. I think maybe like yogurt for like for people mature. named Gary. <laughs> Gary's <laughs> yeah. yogurt for mature Gary's. Uh-huh. Um, pe- you know, very sensible people. Mm-hmm. Uh, their name's Gary. Yongri. They, it's the sensible yogurt. They crave dairy. Uh, okay. Uh, Yongri. It's a dairy for Gary. Especially with a culture uh-huh. involved in the it. The cultured yogurt. Cultured yogurt mm-hmm. for for cultured Yongri. dairies. The cultured, cultured yogurt. Yongri. The cultured. Ga- Hang on. Okay. Take two. Take two. I'm not. I'm not editing this out. No, please. (laughs) Yongri, the cultured Gary for cultured yogurt. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Take three. Yongri, the cultured yogurt for cultured Garys. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That was worth it. I did it. We can stop the podcast. (laughs) Okay, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. If as long as Doctor Odd creates and uh, markets that yogurt. He'll be rich. Write in the comments below. I would need any yogurt Dr. Odd made. It has if you want to eat Dr. Juice. If you want to eat Dr. Odd's yogurt, write in the comments below. Yeah, comment on this episode. Um, so, but Yongri in our world is it, bad Godzilla. Yeah, it's it's a monster. Oh, hang on though. Mm-hmm. This precip- precipitated, preceded, mm-hmm. pre- preceded. Yeah. The trend of putting a unicorn horn on everything. You know how sure, like sure yeah because this movie was made in 1967. I know that's what yeah. I'm saying mm-hmm. is that like this is actually like a really prophetic like far seeing movie because like now you like walk by the toy section and they're like you're like what's that it's like oh it's a dog but with a unicorn horn. 
okay. stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. You see a fish, but with a unicorn horn, and it's a Pokemon. And you yeah. see like a sloth, but with a unicorn horn. Yeah. Yongari did it first. He's Godzilla. Got but with a unicorn horn. But with a unicorn mm-hmm. horn. Which I read on a box of cereal today is called an alicorn. An alicorn. That's what it said on the cereal. Oh, box. well, because it's an alligator with a horn. Oh. Yeah, is it so corn? Oh. Is that like something corn? Does that mean that like it's one horn? Because I guess Actually, corn is like well, corn like, is a unicorn horn, right. but it's a vegetable. I mean, like that's the thing is that like they're actually made out of the same material. Mm-hmm. Like they don't look like it. But oh, unicorn horns and corn. Yeah, they're okay. actually made out of the same oh, interesting. material. Interesting. Okay. Same fiber. Huh. Yeah. That's that. Is, well, I mean, everything's I made the, out of corn and corn syrup. That was so. on the cereal box too. Okay. I don't, I don't it's know if that's such a informative and large cereal box is so much information. Yeah, it was a lot of twelve point Times New Roman text. Well, I've got a question for you. Yes, sir. Are you itching to talk about Yongari? Uh, yes, we should actually talk about. The <laughs> yeah, movie. but are you itching oh, to yeah. talk about I'm Yongari? Itching and or dancing? Yeah, and or bleeding out the butt. <laughs> Take your pick. Spoiler alert. Um, let's talk about the MST3K part of this episode. Okay, first. I guess we can just roll on by my bleeding out the butt. Yeah, problem. I mean, that's been happening for a while. That's true. <laughs> uh, Yongari. The first skit, um, the Joan and the Bots are having a weekly dream journal meeting, which mm-hmm. uh, we tried to do up here in the space for a while. Yeah. Um, and it, I feel like one human and two robots or three robots is okay. Two humans trying to share their dreams no. is, yeah, it's bad. Ironically, you instantly just fall asleep again. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. kind of like a, a, perpe- a snake eating its own mm-hmm. tail. Yeah, an Ouroboros of um, sorts. An Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they talk about their electric sheep dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, then Jonah gets sucked up and they do the uh, they do the intro again. And then, uh, yep. Um, the invention exchange, um, Jonah does the tiny desk for easy flipping. I like that. I like that a lot, too. They're, they are getting their money's worth out of whatever, like, wood lasering oh. machine they bought. There was this website that was, like, a thing I went to quite frequently in, mm. like, let's say 2002. Yeah. And I can't remember if it was called, like, board.com or, like, dumb.com. I don't remember Oh, I it think was. it's, well, board.com was a, uh, a thing. Like, I don't, I've never heard of dumb.com. Or like stupid.com. I don't know. They sold only stupid products. Like the the slingshot monkey mm-hmm. and Pope on a rope and stuff like that. Okay. And so I feel like the tiny desk would have been like. Would have been one of those things. Yeah. It's like Think Geek meets Spencer's Gifts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Think, ge- think Geek meets Spencer Gifts mm-hmm. meets your drunk uncle. Okay. Yeah. Like, there's probably like. Remember that thing that was really prevalent in like the 80s and 90s? It was like a piggy bank, and it like a guy would lean over and his pants would fall down. Yes. Yeah, that's the, probably on that they side. They definitely uh, sold those. Yeah. It, I wonder what it was. I can't remember what it's called. Big mouth anymore. Billy Bass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the Mads Invention Exchange. Interesting. Um, it's It was Hitler Coffee. Uh, yeah. The only coffee bold enough to bear the Hitler name. It's you know that stuff used to be like so easy to laugh at because mm-hmm. it's like we all know that like Hitler's bad, so that's yeah, why this is funny. Uh-huh. And then like yeah, everyone, there's you, people can universally agree that Hitler and Nazis are bad. Yeah. So it didn't necessarily age super well in the last three years. Yeah, it just kind of made me sad. Yeah, um, but the Mads do get Hitler mustaches when they drink the coffee, which makes me sad because yeah. like. <laughs> Like, just for the record, we're anti-Hitler. Mm-hmm. I feel like you shouldn't have to say that. You shouldn't have to say it. But, yes, we are. We we do have little tiny anti-Nazi 
stickers that we put up all over our we show. We do. Yeah. yeah. Um, we carved it into the side of Trebus. Yeah. And, uh, he, he was actually okay with that. He's like, you yeah. know what? This is like a tree tattoo. I'm, yeah. I'm he's fine. like, <gasps> out of all the things you could have carved in me. Yeah. All this time, every time I've carved something on a tree, it's just a tree tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vindicated. Yeah. It, I mean, if the the tree was like consenting to that tattoo okay well keep going yeah but what trebus did that's the important part. that's the important part mm-hmm. yep the second skit um joan and the bots complain that the movie makes space travel look boring mm. um which we can say uh i feel like yeah it they do make it looks like it looks like the guy's just flying an airplane in space it does mm-hmm. but i mean honestly it looked like a lot more fun than we have uh, I, I don't know. He was like turning his head sometimes. Yeah, I get. Well, sometimes he held his did, arms out. The fact that you don't turn your head or move your arms is your own choice. I do that all. I'm constantly turning my head and what? flapping my arms around. This whole. <gasps> oh yeah, oh. you can clap. Oh my. <laughs> wow. Does that feel good? First, uh, like first time in years you've clapped. I know. Mm-hmm. My arms yeah. ache. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, and we also, I feel like, we have, like, a lot of weird stuff that happens. So this guy traveling through space didn't have a mad scientist. Uh, well, I guess one of the scientists in the little bunker yeah, could have been his, mad his scientist. Yeah, his father-in-law, who's mm-hmm. like, hey, are you doing anything? Yeah, <laughs> and he's I'm going like, to call you on your, your, your wedding night. night. Yeah, yeah, your wedding night. And, mm-hmm. uh, we need you to come here immediately. Hey, are you doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing anything. Are you're not you? doing it. You're you're the <laughs> apparently the only astronaut in all of South Korea. You're not doing anything, right? And then uh, his daughter's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, which like, is yeah, that's the right reaction. Um, they also discuss in the second skit what uh, astronauts have, which music tastes. Mm. Are we astronauts? Definitely. Okay. Um, what music taste do you have then? Well, so here's my thing: is that there's like Kids Bop Five. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah. Um, and then if it's not that, then I feel like it's the closing theme for uh, Peppa Pig. Oh, I didn't know there were. I always turn it off before it's, the credits. It's pretty so. avant-garde. Yeah. You probably would okay. get it. It's that's fine. that's fair. That's fine. Um, I'm really you? into like electronic, like uh, ambient post rock. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, yeah, you know, stuff like, uh, you know, Russian Circles, Balmeray, God is an Astronaut. I mean, ironically, is, God is an Astronaut is, you know, a Mogwai, like... This is an... Really, this makes a lot more sense, mm-hmm. because the other day I noticed that you were just, like, bopping and just, like, entranced while you heard the microwave running. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think that it's just... It was... It was, basically. yeah. I'd, like, the, the dryer was going, and I put a guitar on it, so it, like, kind of like brush the strings and then mm-hmm. I turned the microwave on I'm like yeah this is you this look slaps. so happy mm-hmm. and I just thought that you were having some sort of this is this sounds like this sounds like this could be on the new this will destroy you album very cool um very cool. yeah no it's it's great uh, I now if you if you I didn't know if you were a fan of dubstep or not uh yeah uh, okay. but I I actually like budstep better okay which explain is you, you have two people <laughs> yeah monkey walk together okay uh but to uh uh electronic music okay because if you want if you wanted to make your own dubstep up here you can just go down to the loading bay mm-hmm. and um just press the the on and off switch to the loading equipment like really fast oh yeah yeah that sounds, yeah we could do that or we could try do you want to bud step with me maybe after we're done recording it's fine yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not a big deal yeah. <laughs> i don't care yeah, if you bud step with me or not um Skit three. Yeah. Uh, Tom opens the Yongari Nights nightclub. Um, 
there, this nightclub features dancing, um, a vegetable and meat bar, and a chapel where someone will pour a beer on your head. Which is, of course, a reference to the scene mm-hmm. where people are coping with the apocalypse in different ways. Mm. But I have to say that, like, they have to have whoever makes those wood cutouts for them has to have the most amazing dollhouses for their kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably somebody's dollhouse, the Yongari bar. Uh, the uh, Yongri Nights yeah. is like some kid's dollhouse. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun to think about. That is fun. It's growing up, be like, you, you revisit your childhood home because your your parents were the prop designers for season 11 of Mr. Science Theater 3000. And, you know, your college friends are like, whoa, what's with this dollhouse that says Yongri Nights? And you're like, oh, not everyone had one of those? Yeah, I thought everyone had. I thought, I thought everyone had a Yongri Nights big thing. dollhouse. The fourth skit, um, uh, Joan and the Bots are talking about how they want to be friends with monsters like the kids in kaiju movies. Right. Mm-hmm. The, and, it, you know, and again, like, obviously this is trying to cash in on that, that sweet, sweet Godzilla cash. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is And Gamera. The, and Gamera. And Gamera. Gamera was trying to cash in on Godzilla, and I think that Yongari was trying to cash in on both of them. Oh, no, the, the, and you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they, they all are following the same formula where apocalyptic monster destroys everything sort of creates a bond right. with a random child for reasons unknown after killing millions of others yes 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> like like all those buildings he knocked down those like apartment buildings and stuff yeah yongari has killed thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of children yes and uh, but there's but this, the, always the one but there's the one child who you know sometimes makes you really itchy mm-hmm. and you're like can can I be friends with can this I, child? Can I connect with this with this child? I can it's connect a, with this one child. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's a perplexing trope to keep. It is. It's like an exterminator who goes into a house and, like, kills a bunch of cockroaches and sees, like, one tiny cockroach is like, oh, this one's all right. I'm naming this one Tim. Yeah, this is Timmy. This and, is Timmy, and he's my friend. And I'm going to save him from a spider. Yes, but I'm also going to kill his parents. Mm-hmm. Yes. And his house. Yes. Uh, oh, kill his house. Oh, no. Um, Fight me. <laughs> uh, and the final skit of this episode, um, Joan and the Bots talk about the horrifying ending to Yongari, which we alluded to a little bit earlier. Yes. They they take a really, really long time to mm. put some salt on this Yongari slug. Yeah. And then at the very end, when he falls into the water, a copious amount of blood appears to gush forth from his hindquarters mm-hmm. and fill the river. Yeah. I feel like like Guillermo del Toro saw this <laughs> the end of this movie when he was like a kid and was like yeah this is this is what I'm going to do now. Yeah, this is my thing. I yeah. have a thing now. Yeah, I am going to make I'm going to make movies where it just shots just stay on something like this for for an uncomfortably long time. This is this is my jam now. It was a really perplexing choice mm-hmm. because I don't know if they like so like there wasn't actually blood on the character right like you couldn't see that no, like, he had been no, abraded no. or mm-hmm. anything like they hadn't damaged the costume or put any blood on the costume mm-hmm. they only put blood specifically coming out from behind his tail which right. to me implies that we're supposed to like be like I don't know just let me put on my little doctor hat here and say like I guess he's bleeding internally well so the, the, well, the I, and we, we can talk about this well I guess we could talk well I, I do want to mention that the at the end of the skit was uh, Joan and the bot singing his song about pushing through the hurt uh, yes. of the movie and fun. and Kinga and uh, son of TV's Frank uh, or TV's son of TV's Frank actually had uh, like a moment where they're like, "Is this too much? Are we are we too evil for making him watch Younger?" And then they decide not to. But they did. So to to kind of go back to your point, 
the way that they finally found out how to like deal with Yongari was there was some sort of chemical compound mm-hmm. that was like super poisonous to him. It looks like Kool-Aid powder. Yes. And so like Which to be fair, Kool-Aid powder is pretty poisonous to me as well. If they if let's say you were devastating a city um, of of small people and a bunch of like like a helicopter flew above you and then mm-hmm. just sprinkled rat poison on you until uh-huh. you breathed in enough to where you died uh-huh. you would probably you wouldn't look like you were hurt on the outside <laughs> but you'd <laughs> you'd probably have a lot of blood coming out of uh you know places it shouldn't yeah yeah so i i imagine that's kind of what happened with yongari you know. yeah i mean maybe i don't know i don't know I don't want to go too dark on you it, but what? it was a dark ending hey, to this movie. You know what, Jeff? Yeah. I doff my surgeon's cap, and I place it upon your head, I don't want to be the ship's you, surgeon. You are Dr. Jack now. Can't we have, like, a, a hologram be the ship's surgeon, like on Star Trek Voyager? Do we have holograms? No. <laughs> Not that I know of. I just say it. It would be cool. I mean, yeah. If we, we should had, talk to Dr. Odd. We could have, like, company. A persnickety hologram? Yes. Yeah. That'd be fun. That was that was a fun show. You know what? Yeah. Voyager, they get to have a clarinet and everything. Mm-hmm. Wait. Well, they, they had a trombone on Next Generation. Yeah, I'm just saying we don't have any uh, okay. like fun yeah. instruments besides that stupid guitar you put on the dryer. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, man, that song was so good. Neither of us know how Last, to play like, it. Last 30 minutes, it, was, it ruled. You play the dryer, not the guitar. Yeah, well, I make good dryer music. That's true. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about Youngery. Yeah. Oh, Other man. than the horrifying ending. Like this, this movie is like Pan's Labyrinth, in which it's kind of whimsical and a little bit creepy for most of it. Then there's just a wildly, disturbingly bloody part at the very end that sticks with you. That is incredibly generous of you. I do not agree at all. Well, I mean, it's like no. Pan's Labyrinth in the fact no, that they I, I both have those same saying, arcs. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. It's. Th- there was the part where Yagari put his hands up to his eyes, and there were eyeballs on his palms. I think, don't you remember that? Oh yes, that was iconic. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. I think for me, the the greatest sin of this movie is the pacing. Okay. We spend so much time with the wedding and mm, the, the the drive itch, away, the, itch ray. the honeymoon, mm-hmm. yep. the 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 launch into space, and none of it has anything to do with any like real content for the movie. Like it's not they're not laying down any like the 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 narrative that they do lay down is that these people work in like they're like scientists Mm -hmm. like they work in a laboratory and some of them are related and or love each other and you could they could have done that exposition in like two seconds and instead most of them are related and or love each other (laughs) yes but they chose to spend and or they chose to spend like 20 minutes with that exposition that was just it's true they really did set up a lot they wanted you to care about who these characters were yeah. Like they wanted you to to know the the relationship between the weird nerdy guy and like the older sister of the lady who was married to like Korea's sexiest astronaut. Like mm-hmm. they they wanted you to know all of these family dynamics. The little brother who uses an itch ray, whose name is Ichi. Like Yeah. yeah. Um you know they they wanted you to know, and then they wanted you to know that they saw the someone doing nuclear tests in the Middle East, which I guess woke up Yongari. I was a little like because they shot the guy into space. To there was some sort of like nuclear test going on in somewhere that wasn't Korea mm-hmm. that woke up a Korean folktale <laughs> and sent it to Korea to destroy Korea, which is. 
honestly a more effective weapon than just shooting a nuclear missile mm-hmm. uh, because it's like oh what if they like launched a weapon that made like the scariest folklore from every like region come to life oh so they just like like a they they blow up the hollow earth and like all of a sudden like the jersey devil and yeah and, and like, sasquatch and you know where i came from it'd be uh uh the snipe okay There's yeah. just a big scary big, snipe big scary out, snipe and you have to around. hunt it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> baba yaga little chicken ja- house is running around the jackalope mm-hmm. scary yeah. I, Can you I, imagine getting impaled by a rabbit? Oh yeah, that would be right in the calf. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. Yep. Oof. Well, then, then the jackalope would get eaten by the chupacabra or like that's uh, true. They Moth might just Man. take each other out. You could just sit back and watch. Yeah, Mothman would be flying around like dooming bridges to fall down and stuff. Like, so. yeah, that'd be uh, you know that'd be interesting. That'd be a good weapon. That'd be a good. How would be a good I trademark 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 like trademark, comic trademark, book trademark. comic book series that like would eventually be turned into a Netflix series like the awakening of the the mythics or something yeah, yeah it'd yeah. be fun it'd be fun let's write let's write a TV there'd be the bongler okay explain what's the bongler you know that like myth that exists in every town that there's like a man who's an inside out turtle and he likes to crawl inside oh, your bathroom oh right 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 and he takes chewed up bubble gum and he puts it under the sink when I, where I was from we pronounce it the bangler but oh yeah. okay mm, yeah. yeah um so yeah they there's a lot of boring space stuff and and set up and then the in, well I wasn't even done oh yeah sorry, sorry sorry yeah. it took me a long time to get to my mm-hmm. point Let me well you had like to talk movie. about the bongler um but uh the, the, the opening section with the exposition is really long and boring and then the closing section is also very long and boring mm-hmm. where they're dumping this powder for ever mm-hmm. they dump that powder for so long right right well because so, they have to make you think it's not working at some point i guess but I then they have no they don't have to do I that i think at that all. they needed to pad the film no i think you're right by rerunning the same footage 10 mm-hmm. times yeah there was a lot of uh the model work in this film was pretty good I did like seeing like the obvious like metal tube inside of the suit yeah. where like real when fire he's shooting fire, out fire, yeah, and like yeah. just like thinking about how like no part of this the making of this movie was safe. Mm-mm. No, no, or comfortable for the person in the suit with the fire shooting out of the it. The amount of burns that were probably mm. endured. I mean, imagine if you're in a big rubber suit and you you are like trying to make it breathe fire, then you set the suit on fire. You can't get out of that suit. Well, yeah, like I feel like the like right before they started filming, like the guy in the suit is like the suit's fireproof, right? They're like, oh, uh, yeah, no. no, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. totally. Do. Oh, we got you. Yeah, we definitely spent no, that money on yeah, that. Yeah, well, you're good, Todd. So. Don't worry. It's like now the suit's part of you. <laughs> it is grafted to your skin. You are Yongari. You are Yongari. That's why he's itching. <laughs> it's because he'd already set himself on fire and mm-hmm. <laughs> the suit had burned to his skin. Um, well, what, what was up with the dancing scene? I Again, I think that they were padding the film. Yeah, but, like, what I didn't get was he used the itch ray, right? Mm. So he would know that he was moving around because he's itching. But then, like... But it then was the, unclear. Then it the was... kid's like, oh, he's dancing. Mm-hmm. I know it looks like he's writhing in pain, but that is what I would call dancing. It, it was it was unclear because the itch ray, like, repowered Yongari, mm-hmm. right? Because it was, like, it made his horn glow and no, made him, like... about his glowing horn. And it made him, like, happy, I think. And maybe that's why they thought he was dancing. Because he was itching because he drank the, like, the natural gas that had that chemical in it, right? Mm. I, I think that that scene, they're so much more than, like, Godzilla and Gamera. Because Godzilla and Gamera are kind of, like, they're, they're sort of 
tracking on there's a big monster and there's conflict and everyone is just kind of like, oh, cool, it's a big monster. Mm -hmm. I feel like Yangri had this kind of pseudo environmentalist like sub message. And and I, I and this could just be conjecture, you know, on, on my part and, and could be incorrect. But like they tried to set up at the end Yangri as like this sentient being with like thoughts and feelings and then killed it in a horrible way and like sh- like showed you it bleeding in a well, like yeah, a the really kid disturbing like, scene. The kid was like, I know we killed Yangri, but I wish Yangri was still alive. And then in my head, I'm like, I was thinking, so you can kill him again. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want. But I, I, killing Yangri wasn't enough for you, you little brat. It was. It was kind of an interesting like like thing because Yangri sort of represented like the the human force in nature oh. how it was destructive to the to the environment and that in in order to actually save the environment the that force had to be completely eliminated mm. um, I, I don't know maybe I'm just reading too much into it no I don't no, think I'm... this I don't think this film had that much symbolism it could have I don't know yeah, it could have all I know is that it made me want to sleep forever yeah that's true it, it was made me want to bleed out my butt and die in a river <laughs> well hey you know what yeah. sometimes dreams do come true okay we'll get down <laughs> fingers crossed. we'll get down to earth from space sometime and then you can you can do that you can do whatever you Sweet. want mm-hmm. um all right things we noticed and felt the desire to comment on again i wrote down things i noticed and things that you noticed um so this is really important at no point is Jonah holding a Sharpie upside down well, during the intro. Good point, mm-hmm. good point. So if Jonah's going to write something, he's going to write something. He's going to write... He, well, no, if Jonah's going to write something, he's going to bust out the machine that they use to make all those wood stencils. <laughs> and he's going to program... That's his version of a Sharpie. Yeah, he's, he's going to make, like, uh, essentially, like, wooden Moses tablets mm-hmm. of, of whatever he, you know, has, has to say. I like that description. That's good. Um... So this is a question I had, um, and I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but uh, Yongri is a South Korean movie. Um, I don't think yet we have seen any other South Korean movies on Mystery Science Theater. I don't recall. No, I, I don't either. I don't. I wonder if this is the only South Korean movie that's that's featured in MST3K. Um, I, that'd be something to. Uh, Gosh, if I had looked this up beforehand, that yeah, would have that been really... Yeah, that sounds like an interesting topic mm-hmm. if you had done yep. some research. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, moving on. For, so as far as as far as I could tell from the research that I did, this is the only South Korean film featured in a uh, an episode of MSD3K. Intriguing. Would you like to know some other Yongri facts that I learned? More facts. Um, now. Well, there are two that actually... Hang on, wait, seem, wait, wait. Oh, okay. We need a jingle for the section. Well, I'm still in things I noticed and felt the desire to comment on, but okay. This is a sub, this is a subsection. Did you know there's more to know about Yongari? <laughs> okay, that's a section for did you know there's more to know about Yongari? I like that. Um, the original South Korean cut of the film uh, was partially lost. There's oh, only no. 45 or 48 minutes of the original footage remaining. They didn't have the cloud. Uh, yeah, I guess not. And Can you uh, imagine like the rest of the footage that's missing is just like them still driving to the honeymoon <laughs> scene? Yeah, there's, it's just the car riding. This is the the Peter Jackson cut of Yongari. There's a whole Tom Bombadil scene that's uh, where Yongari and Tom Bombadil are dancing around. Um, and in 1999. 
Yongari was remade as Yongari with two G's. Oh, um, And the remake was released in the U.S. in 2001 as oh. Reptilian. We should watch the. It was it was to try and uh, capitalize on the 1998 release of the American Godzilla movie. Um. Okay. Now back to our original segment. Back things to I our noticed originally and, scheduled program and felt the desire to comment on. Do we have a jingle for that one? Uh, no, I don't think things so. Things I noticed and felt the desire to comment upon. That's cool. You know, it's going to be really fun. What? You remembering these jingles for next week. <laughs> next time I'm going to be like, things that you feel the desire to Okay. You know, if it's a, if it's like a, uh, like a, a, a living jingle. That I mean, if people are beg me for my dulcet tones once more, then mm-hmm. I will deliver what the people want. That's fair. Um, the, uh, That's me bestowing my blessing. Wow. Um, mm. Capsule. What? Say capsule. <laughs> Why are you saying capsule? Because that? that was the joke from the the movie. They're, they're like, uh, "Hello, capsule, come in, capsule. Oh, yeah, Hello, yeah. capsule, yeah. capsule, are you there? Capsule, mm-hmm. capsule, come in, capsule. Okay, yeah. Is a capsule there? Sorry, can you, we can we reach capsule? Me, is it is this the painful flesh? Is this the number for capsule? Stop Excuse it. me, caps capsule capsule are you capsule are you there? Oh, I'm getting you, getting heated up. You there, here. capsule? Getting angry. <laughs> this is getting angry over here. Uh, and yeah, that's that was pretty much it. The uh, I had one. F- favorite riff Uh, and this is fun because this is uh this was my favorite riff um from the movie was one that you didn't actually understand the reference of and so Mm. we stopped the movie and looked up the original reference video it's when they are doing some of the space stuff and they're like some of the the south korean space workers are wearing like white jumpsuits with like Uh, yellow tape on it and uh jonah and the bot start singing uh the chorus of intergalactic by the beastie boys and i just bust up laughing and you're like i don't get it so then we watched the intergalactic music video by the beastie boys and you got it Check it out if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I didn't think it was still as funny as I did, but I no, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was, it was cool. I don't need to probably have a favorite riff section because my favorite riff is like anytime somebody makes a fart noise mm-hmm. and, and I'm just like, oh, I can't I can't deal. This <laughs> is too good. Okay, here's a question. Yeah. Um, and this this may change the way you feel about Young Green. Yeah. Okay. You are you are a fisherman. You're a South Korean fisherman. No, I'm actually not. No, you're this. You're going into the mindset of a fisherman. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, you are. A, I was gonna say I'm not a younger fisherman. No, you're not a younger fisherman. No, you're a fisherman. You're a you're someone who like dives for like clams. Oh, I'm not that either. No, but in your in this scenario, you are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, so I'm pretend. With you so, far. so pretend. I'm, I'm a person. Yes. Who's making believe mm-hmm. that I dive for pearls. Yes, in in, in South Korea, and so you are um, out performing your profession you are you're pearl diving in in this river in south korea but i'm not but you're pretending you are. okay okay yeah. i'm a person who's mm-hmm. pretending that mm-hmm. i work as a pearl diver and i'm actively in this moment pearl yes, diving yes so you are diving for pearls unbeknownst to you there is a massive struggle going on about half a mile up river between a helicopter and a yongari <gasps> and then the yongari fatally falls into the river and starts releasing blood into the river you are diving underwater at that time do you think that you hear just uh (laughs) 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 oh it's not fair yeah like i feel like i'm just like 
you know, one of those <laughs> dumb stuffed animals and you like squeeze their tummy and they laugh. Like all you stop it. I can't. I can't. I love it. That would have been a really great riff for the end of Yangri now that I'm thinking about it. But you know what's sad though is like I mm-hmm. feel like I feel just kind of like a little disappointed in myself because yeah. I feel like they could make like a, a special episode where they just make fart sounds mm-hmm. and yeah. I would still laugh so hard. I mean, every time that we've watched Cry Wilderness, you've made me oh. rewind the scene where, where the kid they, jumps on oh, the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they do the fart noise like <laughs> at least three times. Oh, it's... <laughs> So maybe if they'd done this for Yongari, <laughs> I'm getting laugh sweats. You'd want to watch the end of Yongari more often. You can't talk about that scene. <laughs> we need a code word. We need a yeah, a safe word a safe for word. yeah. Um, so any any oh. final thoughts on on Yongari before we? I'm just desperately using all the power in my person to not think about that scene. <laughs> He just jumps on the bed and it's just a little. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you want to read letters from listeners now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll read letters from listeners while you try not to think about it. Stop! Stop! Code words banana. 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 Okay. Banana. Um, So, uh, as always, we uh, have a Facebook group uh our facebook page that's our our right now our most active social media and we have a really great crew of uh people on there um it's facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio uh whenever we record a new episode like this we put out a call for people to comment and uh interact with us and then we will uh pick those comments and then read some of them um so we did that with this episode of younger and we uh we got a couple uh Letter, we call them letters, but it really they're comments on Facebook. But it makes it sound better to call them letters. Yeah, they sound more yeah. loving. Mm-hmm. We also don't have a, a like a current email address, which I think we should probably change. But um, anyway, so our friend Paul writes in. Hello, Paul. And says, "Welcome back." No, it's the Cry Wilderness. Yeah. Name. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because the kid's name was Paul. <laughs> oh, okay, oh. keep going. Um. The thing I remember about this episode is the incredibly dark end of Yongari. Mm-hmm. Just watching the giant monster bleed out was upsetting. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, having rewatched the episode this morning, this is an edit after his original comment, I enjoyed it. I had fun watching Yongari destroy the miniature city set. I thought he was going to say he had fun watching Yongari die. He was like, <laughs> okay, Paul. Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, <laughs> big, big shift there. Um, <laughs> it would be nice if they could make their props out of things beside laser cut plywood. Oh, he's starting mm. to get sick of them. I, I, I can feel it a little bit myself. It kind of feels like they've reused it a lot yeah i like again i feel like they really are getting their money's worth for like the whatever I, craft yeah, I, craft I can, maker I machine can both appreciate i can appreciate both sides of you yeah yeah both points of i view. guarantee if i run those things i would make like everyone's christmas present for the next like 30 years would be taken care of because it would just be some sort of like etched box or you never give it like, a Christmas present. Well, yeah, because I don't have one of those laser cutting machines. <laughs> that's what you're yeah. waiting on? Yeah, that's it's exactly what I'm waiting on. Well, I always on. make you Also, we don't know what time of year it is or what day it is or I always make you a rubber band ball. I I know and you give me you give it to me once what every year you think. Yeah. Yeah. So, um our friend Cy writes in 
um, and says, I, Hi, I value this episode not only because of the way the makers clearly looked at the kaiju genre and said, not bad, needs more itching and dance sequences, yes, but also because it offers a, offers a rare opportunity to use the phrase, not as good as Reptilicus in conversation. Mm. And then closes with, welcome back, Gizmonic Crew. You've been missed. Well, we Aww. missed all of you as well. Love, love, love. So thanks, thanks to Paul and Sai for writing in. Again, that is... F- I mean, to be fair, we were unconscious, so I don't feel like you can say that we missed them. But if we would have been yeah. awake that whole time, we would have missed you. That's true. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, but again, that's facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. If you want to join the conversation, um, talk with all of our... We have, like, really cool people on here. Um, so Ooh. we are... Uh, what? Oh, I thought you were talking about us. No, <laughs> no, no, like, no. We're not. You're talking about the listeners. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I was like, it's like, are you talking about? I was like, are you dunking on our listeners? <laughs> no, I thought you were. I thought you were talking about us. No, 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 no. We're not really cool, but our listeners are all really. Yeah, cool. listeners, cool. Uh, speaking of really cool listeners, so um, uh, I'm gonna pull back the the curtain real quick. Uh, so uh, we haven't been doing the show for a while, um, partially because. Uh, two or three years ago uh the site that was hosting our podcast was um hacked and had essentially we ended up losing all of the content on the website and then we let the domain lapse and uh and so that that all went away we had all of our episodes um on a hard drive and then that hard drive died as well so we had kind of lost everything and had been thinking about bringing the show back uh, and wanted to, but every time, it, you know, personally, when I thought about doing it, I thought about all the episodes we'd previously recorded and then were now lost, and it kind of was a, a demotivator for me. So, but with the announcement of them uh, opening up the Kickstarter campaign for season 13 of uh, of MSD3K, we had we had kind of been talking about possibly bringing the show back, and then that that was announced, and we were like, okay, this is as much as I believe in any sort of sign from the universe. It's it's about as close as we get. But I was still kind of, you know, sad that we'd lost all the, uh, the old episodes. Well, we have a, f- a friend. We have someone from our Facebook group named Jared. Um, Jared! Jared is awesome. Jared has go Jared. Go managed Jared. Go to Jared. Go Jared. digitally archive all of our past episodes, every single one of our past episodes, all of the ones that we thought were lost forever. Uh, Jared um, zipped up in a zip file and put in a Dropbox folder for us. And so as, as the, by the time you're hearing this, our um, full catalog should be restored on our podcast feeds. Um, we're also able to recover the podcast feed on iTunes and Stitcher. So if you were subscribed on those platforms, you should just start getting new episodes already. Um, we are on Spotify now, which is uh, it's a new platform for us. So if you're listening on Spotify, welcome. But I just want to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to our friend Jared, who came in and saved the day. Perform um, an improvisatory haiku for Jared. Okay. Uh, well, okay. It's haiku five, seven, five. five seven five. Jared, you are cool. Thank you for saving the day. We couldn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. The last, I feel like I had the first two (laughs) just in there and then maybe the last one could use a little bit more work. We couldn't exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
We could have exist. You help us exist. How about that? Yeah, okay. No, we we couldn't exist. Mm. But thank you, thank you, thank thank you, Jared. Jared. You are you are amazing. You are awesome. Um, So, uh, yeah, and thank you to everyone else. Like we've had so many kind words from you know like Paul and Cy and our our friend Steve and um, just a a whole bunch of people who were fans for a long time who were who. Sean, I I can't even name all. I'm just scrolling through comments on here that are, you know, just so supportive, so nice, so kind. Um, All the good vibes. Yep, to to hear that we're back. And we're so excited to be back. And uh, we, we can't wait to keep doing more episodes. So. So hey, thank everybody. you to everyone. And Put your ears against your headphones. That's where they should be. Yeah. And here, mwah. Aw, that's a little, so sweet. little kiss right on your ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. Mwah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so thank juicier. you, everyone. And, and again, uh, facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Renee, do you have anything else before we go and chat with Dr. Odd again? Nah. Oh, another kiss. Okay. <laughs> that was a big one. <laughs> well, whatever you do, don't think about the scene. Banana, for- banana, Paul, banana. Okay. Banana, banana, banana. <laughs> this has been the audio log for Season 11, Episode 9 of MST3K Yongari, Monster from the Deep. All right. How about this? Okay. Idea for the reboot. Okay. Special effects. Okay, how? Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Special effects. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, no. Explain. Okay. Well, so you know, like. Wait. What are what are effects? Um. Well, it's like okay. It's so, like when something happens to something else. You know, like you you're s- affected you've seen, by it. You've seen. Well, that's one way of it. Uh, you've seen Godzilla the movie, like with the, the rubber suit, the guy in the rubber suit, black and white movie. He's talking about that restaurant chain in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Godzilla. And uh, oh, that's no. that uh, uh, that song. Who's we'll singing that song? It's like girls just want to have Godzilla. Blue, yeah. blue, blue oyster cult. Blue oh, oyster yeah, cult. Oh yeah, yeah. Godzilla. Yeah, that one. Um, but the uh, if you fast forward like forty years, they made a new, brand spanking new Godzilla movie starring the one and only uh, Matthew Broderick, um, and there are so many special effects in that movie uh, where they make him look small, they make Godzilla look big, they make mm. the Madison Square Garden filled with eggs. I want to look big. Wow! Um, yeah. Now and you're so, talking my language. If this is a reboot, like that movie's a reboot, um, we have a. I think we have an advantage on that because, as far as I know, and Renee, we've never directly talked about this. Yeah. But as far as I know, uh, none. Neither of us have killed anyone with a, an automobile. No. Yeah. So we're already better than the cast of Godzilla, right? Which stars Matthew Broderick, who killed a man with an automobile. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's uh, a fun topic that, that makes in me feel real life. So. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but no, like, okay, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I mean, yeah. everything can be sleek. I think everything on the ship, you know, right now everything's pointy. And if we could have more smooth things and less pointy things, okay. that'd be a good I mean, start. That's, yeah, I guess it's kind of like, I, that's know, like PS1 to PS4 graphics, yeah. Jeff, I gotta say. Uh-huh. This is pretty great. You've really, you. This is you've really the first nice something. thing you've ever said I, to me. I love, I love the idea. Of us filling Madison Square Garden with eggs. 
<laughs> okay. I mean, that I, if that's the takeaway. This may be the best idea you've ever had. I am, yeah. Come over here. Okay. What if we, like, somehow trick him into sending us the eggs? When's the last time we had eggs? Oh, boy. Never? Well, I, I, do you count the eggs of, like, the flies that live in the No, I mean, meat? like, okay. actual eggs that we can eat that are decadent. I mean, I ate some of those eggs. I didn't like it. I could have an omelette. Yeah? Yes. Could we have some of the eggs, Dr. Odd? Oh, yeah, you can have... I have lots. Okay. I mean, you, cool. want, yeah, you guys want these up. eggs? Yes. Can that be part of the reboot is we What's don't cool? have to just eat bologna anymore? The reboot is we get eggs, 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 the eggs. eggs. You, you can have all the eggs you want. They eat now. I want to point out, uh, you know, the Chuck E. Cheese, it used to have this machine where you put like a quarter in and mm-hmm. a, a big, like like a robot chicken, you know, it would lay a plastic egg and the plastic okay. egg would come out. Inside there would be a toy, you know, like a like a smiley face ring or something. That is going to be so, another like real egg and then there's a ketchup on egg inside of that egg. But, uh, all right. Well, no, that would be ridiculous. But what we did... <laughs> Was now look, this little little prizes and stuff are expensive, and these little turd kids they take them plastic eggs. We clearly put a sign up, return the plastic eggs after you're done. They never did. Mm-hmm. So I got creative, and I said, first of all, uh, does somebody say single-use plastic? No. Yeah. I care about the environment. Really? Okay. So I went out yeah. and I bought a chicken, a real chicken. And I put the chicken in the vending machine. Okay. And then when you would put the quarter, right, with a little smelly kid or whatever, he'd come up, he put a quarter in there. It would, you know, gently electrocute the, the chicken. And, <laughs> okay. the, and the chicken, and they love that, by the way. I don't want to get any phone calls from Peter or anyone. Chickens, this is a known thing. Look it up on the internet. They love being zapped. It's, it's a little known thing, but it's true. And then it would, you know, lay an egg. And the egg would come rolling out. And uh, I had a system set up where it would steam the egg in the amount of time that really? it rolled okay. out of the chicken butt to the little smelly kid. He's got a hard-boiled egg. Who doesn't love that? that I Who mean, that's rules. great solution. Now, did you – was this the Chuck E. Cheese that started feeding the chicken those, like, plastic spider rings so there was actually still a prize inside yeah. the egg? Okay. Yeah, there was a problem. The kids – you know, not every kid was satisfied with just a stinky egg. So yeah. we tried to, you know, get things a little more exciting, and we've, mm-hmm. we fed uh, the chicken, like you said, uh, some, like, plastic spider rings – we uh, we fed it uh, so and then you know it's not really the, free range if you're just the finger handcuffs uh, you know oh, yeah, the little the, finger yeah. handcuffs mm-hmm. some slimy hand yeah some snap bracelets um, so turns uh, out that's not great in a digestive system at all huh oh interesting well I gotta make some changes to my lifestyle then but anyway got all these eggs well I'm an innovator as you well know I'm genius adventurer innovator business it just kills you that he complimented me about the eggs you gotta you gotta overcompensate i I think jeff's right i think he's right i just have another step i know some jealousy okay that's the first time you've ever said i'm right about anything too you guys love this this reboot's awesome be up here in space together instead of me but but whatever so 
Uh, I'm thinking about an improvement to your model, you know, if you're open to a little bit of wise, constructive criticism. The chicken machine model? Yes. Okay. All right, so you have to worry about, you know, hard-boiling the egg real rapidly right after it comes out. If you steam the chicken, then the hard-boiled eggs are going to come out all hot. Interesting. Just cut out cut out a stage. Steam the chicken. <laughs> Yeah, then it'll just keep making these hard-boiled eggs. Uh, problem solved. Thank this you. Is, I, no, I, I like this. This is this is good. This is going in a good direction because. <laughs> All right, so I guess now I'm the one who's like maybe. Yeah, you guys. Than I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. I'm very impressed. You don't have to be uh, as impressed with him now. I mean, this probably casts his in a little bit of a dimmer light. Maybe probably. right. But look, yeah. you know, here on the shock tank. You've heard oh, of okay. Shark Tank, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is Shark this Tank. This is. This is shock tank. Okay. Is, isn't because that what you I called have the a tank that I shock a chicken in? Yeah, I was going to say that's what you called the thing now, you put the chicken in the shock tank. Yeah. Have we just like gradually unraveled why the meds to the invention exchange? <laughs> I mean, that that could be. This it's, this is this is very like I feel like we're bonding over spitballing these ideas for we a are. Um, We totally are. And now all we have to do is find out how we get enough eggs to fill up Madison Square Garden. Have you thought about another chicken? Well, either that or a lot of electricity. <laughs> mm, interesting. Interesting quandary. Yeah, generally what i found that if something works a little bit, if you do it a lot more, you get a lot more. That mm. seems to be You like could wire logic. the chickens together, though, and make some sort of, like, like chicken... Uh, what is that chicken thing they have? Feed. Yeah, chicken, chicken yeah. Uh-huh. We connect <laughs> multiple chickens, yeah. enough chickens mm-hmm. to circle around Madison Square Garden. I mean, how big can it be? Uh, they circle around it, and then, the, you know, you really only have to feed the first chicken. Well, here's my here's my problem is, is that you can have, so like, uh, like 400 chickens are going to just pop out of that last chicken's, or 400 eggs. No, I think they each lay an egg, right? No, but if they're laying it to the other chicken. Oh, I see. But see, but what happens is, through that process, it becomes a super egg. By the time, by the time the last one lays it, it's like, I don't know, the size of half of Madison Square Garden. So really, uh, eight hundred chickens, like like those eggs in Godzilla. Jeff, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, it's. Could we call it the Large Hendron Collider? amazing yeah i'll come over here yes okay i feel like physics jokes are not my forte i'm sorry i feel like we're starting to become super villains is this bad is that so bad though is it bad i don't think so should I we mean, lean into it yeah uh, what else are we dr odd do? can i get a brillo cape please yeah i could do that uh, i was well i mean i guess i can i guess i can tell uh fruit roll-ups it ain't gonna work out <gasps> we were going to get fruit roll-up cape? No, I want that. Can I have Stick a fruit roll-up one. mask? <laughs> no, they're fruit roll-up capes, right? Okay, okay. I mean, I'll take one of those, too. But they're actually just made out of old fruit roll-up wrappers. Oh, uh, right. man. Are they the ones with the, the temporary tattoos on them? Is that a thing? Well, that doesn't seem like look, it was a thing. They were, they were okay. made out of actual fruit roll-ups, but got hungry. Yeah, so, now, somebody, so now the they made out of fruit roll-ups and that weird, uh, creepy wax paper crap or whatever they put around them. Sure. Yep. So from now on, I want you guys to call me by my villain name. Okay. Which is Renee Bad. 
Renee Bad. Renee okay. Bad. That sounds like you're a caveman who is uh, very original. Yeah, like he's self-flagellating. Oh yeah, well let me hear your villain name. Um okay. Mine is Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Renee Bad MD. You can add MD to the Oh, okay. There if I go. want to. Oh, I'm going to okay. be Victim Hershiser. Esquire. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's a pretty No, wait. Good. I want to back up there. <laughs> yes. Your name is Victim Hershiser? Yep. I, I'm not going to call you that. Well, that's is a, that, a good uh, villain name. Is that any relation to, like, Oral Hershizer by any chance? Uh, I mean, maybe. What about Hershey Squirts? Uh, no, not that. No? Hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm Victim Hershizer. My powers are mopping the floor and uh, uh, space. And I'm a lawyer, too, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I got developed like I didn't know we were doing this. Like, no, you, we're not you know I get nervous. You know I get nervous doing character we're, work. We're evolving into our new selves. This mm. is you know, like this we've shifted into the future. Like we've lost touch with who we are. We yeah. can do whatever we want. This is a true reboot. The I, true reboot was inside us all along. What if we put Dr. Hop? Hod. What oh, if we put Dr. Hod his new name in the uh-huh. series? Yeah. What, what if we put him no, in the series? No, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. no, no. I already have a name. Okay? okay. I already have a cool name. Yeah, it's true. Dr. Have you considered what that, does that even say? What is that? Yeah. Have you have you considered that changing your name might throw the authorities off your scent though? Oh, there's no throwing a scent off of me. Did I tell you about all the eggs I have here? <laughs> yeah, and the pee pants, yeah. Well, okay, so, like, That's got to be powerful. We could do... That's a, that's a Yankee candle. To Dr. Odd, what he's done to us. Okay. We could put him inside of a submarine and make him watch movies what? in the ocean. Oh, underwater. Yeah, okay. well, we're not in a... Do you think we're in a submarine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't think, uh... I don't think you quite have the leverage here to be putting me in a submarine. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like we could somehow talk you it. <laughs> Like, hey, look over there. See that fun room? I need to listen to our theme song again. I don't think we're in a submarine. What do you mean we're not in a submarine? I think, um, well, you know, maybe I'm not sure. Maybe that's part of the reboot. Okay. That'd be crazy, huh? If the new season of MST3 came no, uh, in a submarine. Renee, Just I want to ask. You do know, uh, like when we say submarine, we don't mean sandwich. Uh, is that why you kept you every time you're you're you know, you're eating like a sandwich and you put uh, spaghetti sauce on it? You call it the marinara trench. Yes, okay. that and then also like I, uh, I I I have been trying to eat the walls for a while. Yeah, I thought that was unrelated. Oh no! Can my can my villain so, name be Dame Marinara Trench? Oh, that's very good. So the last, I just wanted to say real quick. You know, we we do have some more sponsors. We, okay. I can't get through them all because there's so many, you know? Sure. I'm going to be honest with you. This place is going to be, it's going to look like a NASCAR <laughs> car. Yeah, is that yeah. right? A NASCAR yeah. car? It a sounds NASCAR redundant. Car. But, NASCAR mm-hmm. car. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're gonna be, you guys are going to be covered in logos head to toe. I'm talking, you yeah, know. that's cool. Uh, you know. You're going to have uh, KFC, Colonel Sanders Ooh. tattooed on uh, your cheek. I mean, whatever. Oh, tattoos. It's going to rule. Like that Caesar's Palace lady. Yes. You know, the lady Just got like Caesar's Palace tattooed on her forehead for $10,000. What? <laughs> that's the lady who got Caesar's Palace. How come I'm the only one who knows that? I, I know, I know is this. Is that an offer that is still open? Uh, <laughs> can I get hold of someone at Caesar's? Yeah, if you're like, listening, if you're listening, ring a ding ding. 
Now I this have two is... foreheads just awaiting for him. Just waiting <laughs> have, for yeah, some new tattoos. Regular five heads. But over at the there. same thing, at the same time, like Doctor Odd's always wearing wigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of would obscure it, you know. I don't uh, know if he's a candidate. I think he's talking about it's, putting it on us now that he said uh, two foreheads. I just, uh, yeah. It's funny I you say was... that because part of the deal that I have secured is that, well, obviously, my wig chamber here uh, and elsewhere will be sponsored by uh, uh, Spooktastic Centers. Which oh, are the, uh, you know, the pop-up like, Halloween stores. Yeah, you know when, yeah. like... Uh, like a Whole Foods closes because mm-hmm. no one can afford to shop there anymore, and then yeah. they they close the Whole Foods, and then all of a sudden it's like a Halloween store for a while. That happened to every business that's in them. the neighborhood I grew up in. That's the place. They were, they were all abandoned until Halloween. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm getting a little concerned. I gotta be honest with you. I think all of the buildings around me now are spooktastic centers. That's cool. I mean, that explains why you have so many wigs. Like. But the thing is, yeah. is like, how do they manifest? Maybe the, they are spookier than any of us ever dreamed. It could be. Well, they sent me all these uh, these little plastic jack-o'-lanterns to oh. send up to you. So I hope you like are they that. Are they filled with candy? Uh, well, I've been keeping them in the uh, shock tank. Oh, okay. So they're filled with eggs. Here, let me open one now. Okay. Oh, it's a jack-o'-lantern filled with feathers. Oh. 